All right, we're live. We're, we're live. Hey everyone. Hello. It's, it's Tanner and Tim here with TNT. the second ever episode of Cinemaxless. It's the uh, Dynamite Power Hour. Uh, Tanner and Tim TNT. Do you get it? Do you get it, you idiots at home? Your your brains may explode um, <laughs> because this dynamite is so powerful. Uh. Jordan is sick, so once again, I am at the dials. Uh, Max is getting sicker. That kid's been, been sick for, like for a while. Almost He's saying a months. sinus infection, but I guess now it's turned into bronchitis. You know what I think it is? It's Wuhan. Wuhan he's, coronavirus. He's got the coronavirus. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, there's someone diagnosed with it, and Lawrence and Max goes there often. Oh, rock chalk. I know. Cough, cough. Rock, chalk, cough, cough. We've got um, Wuhan. So we hope for a speedy recovery for our producer, Jordan. Max can fuck off. <laughs> Max can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jordan will be thinking about you. Max, just keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> uh, he sent us a to-do list. We're going to loosely follow it because this is Cinemaxless after all. Yeah, we don't... We don't. We don't if he follow wants what to Max run the tells show, us to do. He has to be here. Yeah, he needs to tough it up. Oh. We're gonna. <laughs> we're gonna. We're gonna do our own thing. So I guess to kick things off, do what we normally do. Uh, what we've watched. It's been two weeks since our last episode. Mm-hmm. We couldn't meet last week because I don't know. Was he sick last week too? I was no no because we were, were supposed to. Do, I couldn't do. I couldn't do it Thursday night. And Max couldn't do it Wednesday ah, night. Okay. So he pushed it back. Yeah. So we had a little scheduling snafu last week. There's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. We're in the throes of winter. I bought a new car. Ooh. What car did you get? Uh, 2020 Toyota Corolla. Nice. Brand new. Got a great deal on it, all thanks to my wonderful lady partner, Hannah. There you uh, go. Did some wicked negotiating. In really? The store. Oh yeah. Never seen anything like it. I I want to I want to hear a play by play. <laughs> what are what are her was, secrets? It was overwhelming. I hardly remember it, but now she was just not giving them an inch and I mean, we were being honest, right? Like yeah. it's it's kind of a game, but at the same time like I knew what I could afford and they were pushing the new car at me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, this is nice, but I can't afford these payments, so they kept going back and forth, and they're like, could you do, like, a little less? I told them what I could do, and they're like, okay, we'll be back. And then, like, they just kept getting closer and closer until it, we eventually dialed it in where I needed it. Yeah. Um, so she uh, led the charge on that. There you go. So I basically walked out with an almost free car. Wow. Um, it's nice. Really? You I, should you should post pictures on the, the Insta. I <laughs> well <laughs> you have to be you have to be posing in front of it though i wanted to but it's been so cold it really has um i don't want to be outside at all but my old car you. was a 1999 saturn really so, so you're you're doing a major a big, upgrade big big step up that is a major upgrade what mm-hmm. is what is your favorite thing about the new car compared to your 1999 that it, saturn that it works <laughs> it works <laughs> Um, Did you have manual windows with your Saturn? Oh, you have to crank it? Yeah. No, the windows just didn't work. Um, Oh, jeez. Because I had the car before I left for K-State all those years ago. And then in the four years in between, my parents were using it and things just got older. All the windows stopped working and then it was never fixed. That's unfortunate. So they were automatic though. Um but yeah, no, it's a great car. I don't know much about cars. I was uh, pointed towards the Toyota brand. Yeah, Toyota's really, very reliable. It's very they reliable. They last a long time. Yeah. Got a lifetime powertrain warranty on the on the thing. Wow. So I can get the drive until Christ returns. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next million years. Right. Uh, working on moving into a new place. Um, so it's been busy. Oh, you're, you're, you're going to be moving to a new place? Yep. Yep. 
Are you moving in together? Yeah, me and Hannah are getting wow. a place together. That's exciting. Jordan's going to be flying solo for a little bit, and then I think he's looking to buy a house. So. Oh, really? Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of moving moving parts in play right now. Oh yeah, it's been a stressful end to winter. Um, I bet, but it's gonna be a good spring. It will be. When are so? When are you moving out? Um, there's a little bit of overlap with the leases, so my yep. new place is open February 25th, but I'm still on the hook here until uh, March 31st. Okay. Or 30th, however many fucking days there are in March. Um. I don't know the finger thing. So I have a month. Of is it every? Is it every knuckle? So you got January, February, March, thirty-one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't even remember why I jumped into that. I guess just we haven't. I it's haven't been a watched while. a whole lot of new I, things. I haven't either. Uh, so. Oh boy, I don't know. I don't want to throw Max under the bus. Let's just say Max knows some people who have some movies, and Max has been watching movies that may or may not be released to Blu-ray or DVD yet. What does that mean? Uh, you sailing the high seas? He is. He is. So he saw Jojo Rabbit, and he's seen a lot of movies. Uh, I, on the other hand have not engaged with these people who may or may not have movies that are not yet released to Blu-ray or DVD yet. Mm-hmm. So I haven't watched near as many movies Max has. Max has. Yeah, he's been trying to catch up, yeah. it seems. Yeah. I think the only movies I've seen since we last met... Did I, did I talk about Yesterday? That I saw might Yesterday. Have come up. That might have come up. It may have. Someone Crap. saw it. I don't it. remember. It was probably me. So I watched yesterday in the 1917, but I haven't talked about 1917 yet because yeah, still waiting for you, goons. Yeah, I still need to see it. Uh, Jay's seen it. He wants to talk about it. So maybe this weekend I'll get the chance to go see it. Yeah. This is the third week in a row I've tried for this. Just, so we'll see. Get it over with. We'll see. I'll see it eventually. Let's just, let's just cut this pod short and just go see it. I wish, um, but I got to see Parasite. Oh, how the, was that? Uh, South Korean film. It was really good. It was really good. Um, I don't think it's taken over as my favorite of 2019, but it could be in the number two or number three spot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very gorgeous visually. Um, it seems like a lot of, I don't know if this is maybe just kind of the South Korean sensibility or at least a trend with uh, this director, uh, Bong Joon-ho, and then another South Korean director I like, Park Chan-wook. They just have this very interesting sense of humor. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of weird, um, the the tone is kind of hard to peg down. Like you'll have like these deadly serious moments and then like the next thing will be some completely zany and goofy and tongue in cheek. Um, so is it, is it a horror movie? No, it is a thriller. I would say, um, and it's weird. Like I remember the hype leading up to it, people talking online saying like, Oh, don't watch too many trailers. Don't read about it because you want it to take you by surprise, but I was expecting some kind of crazy, like, genre shift, like, halfway mm-hmm. through the movie. It doesn't really happen. I mean, there's some wacky turns, but I don't know. What is the, what is the premise again? It's Isn't it basically this guy lives with a family to tutor? Yeah, so uh, it's this younger kind of college-age dude. Um, his family's really poor kind of live in like almost this basement kind of apartment Mm -hmm. um that's even below like street level um and uh he's got a college friend who i guess worked as an english tutor for this super rich family but then he's going away so he kind of convinces the main dude 
um, to sort of take over and he sort of cons his way into the position um, just to make some money. Mm -hmm. And then slowly he gets every member of his family to work for this rich family, like all pretending to be different people or like they're not related. So it's this big kind of con just to get as much money as they can out of these rich uh, rubes. But then things kind of spiral out of control. Okay. Uh, It was really good. I highly recommend it. Um, I also finally got around to watching Call Me By Your Name. Uh, which Max oh. has spoken about a long time ago. The apricot scene. Yeah. Or is it a peach? It's a peach. You think it's a peach? I think in the book it was an apricot. Juicy, juicy peach. Um, that <laughs> movie was also really good. Um, I don't think it would take over Blade Runner 2049 as my favorite of 2017, but definitely the runner-up. Better than better than Baby Driver? Yeah, I think so. A wow. very... um thoughtful meditative and um wistful and uh, sensual movie mm. um a mm. lot of it does a lot to put you put you in place and in time and it's interesting i was watching it and in some ways it was kind of reminding me of a um like a Miyazaki Studio Ghibli movie, like Spirited Away, or mm. have you seen any of those? No, I haven't actually. Um, but I, because Spirited Away, that's a an animated film, yeah, right? They're yeah, they're all animated films. Um, and there's this tendency in those in Miyazaki's films to kind of have moments of just, um, quiet, like just a shot of like you know, the wind kind of rustling the grass or Mm -hmm. focusing on like, you know, some still life kind of image. And so there's Mm -hmm. a lot of moments like that in Call Me By Your Name where you'll have a shot kind of linger longer than you think, like the two characters are riding their bicycles down this winding path and like the camera just kind of holds where they start and they eventually ride out of view, but it just keeps lingering on like, the mm-hmm. the scenery and everything and you have lots of moments of it like that of um just quiet and uh aesthetic mm-hmm. um so yeah visually amazing um the performances were all really good i can't recommend it enough everyone should go watch it okay would you which one did you like better call me by your name or parasite Oh, they're so different. Um, Call Me By Your Name is probably more accessible, I think. Um, Again, like, Parasite's just weird. It's really Mm -hmm. weird. Um, Hard to kind of get a grasp on the tone. Like, it's a lot... It's more of, like, a dark comedy. It's like a thriller dark comedy. Yeah. Um, So... Yeah. Um, hmm. I think Call Me By Your Name, I would, I liked the most. That would be a five out of five movie for me. Oh, wow. Um, and then Parasites, probably more like a four out of five or four and a half out of five. Okay. Yeah. That's what I watched. That's pretty, that's pretty solid. Five out of five. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Four and a half out of five. Mm-hmm. Solid movies. Yeah, I don't. I I don't think I watched anything new. Just old movies on TV. Watched Baby Driver, but I've already talked about that. Nice movie still holds up. Uh, but yeah, I haven't. Besides that, no, yeah, I haven't. I haven't watched anything. I need to get around to, especially Jojo Rabbit. I need to watch that movie. Yeah, that really. is the that's the number one movie on my my list. Uh, just because I love Taika Waititi and. That was your number one last year, right? Uh-huh. Still is. Still, Still is. Still holding on. Still holding on. And I think Max even said that after he watched it, that may be his number one too. Yeah. So I need to I need to check that one out. But 
No, very good. Did you watch any other movies or just those two? Oh, I also watched um, Troop Zero, which is an Amazon Prime original about like these kind of this Girl Scout troop in like the I think it's the late seventies. Um, and it's just this kind of troop of misfits basically that mm-hmm. form together because the main girl wants to. There's like the Jamboree, which is I guess a big Girl Scout. They're not called Girl Scouts in this. I can't remember what they're called, but like the prize is to um, get a recording of yourself or your troop onto a satellite that's going into space. So oh, really? Aliens might hear. It. And so the main girl's like super obsessed with space. And mm-hmm. so she starts her own troop to get into the Jamboree. And they're all a bunch of really weird little kids. Uh, it's got Jim Gaffigan as the dad. Oh. Uh, Walla Davis is the kind of troop mother. Mm-hmm. Um, who are the other like known actors in it? Um, shit, I'm drawing blanks. But no, it was a really cute and sweet movie. Um, saw some people kind of try to mark it as like a Moonrise Kingdom wannabe. Yeah, because when, you, when you're talking about troops, that's the first movie that came to my mind. Yeah, Moonrise I Kingdom. guess, I mean, having weird, precocious kids and scouting, there's mm-hmm. similarities there, but tonally and stylistically, it's very different from any Wes Anderson thing. Um, mm-hmm. Was really enjoyable, has a very weird moment towards the end where I don't like I don't know if it's spoilery. It involves a group of kids willingly peeing themselves. And it was, <laughs> it was Oh my Oh. It all of a sudden it just I mean everyone's done that once it or just once or twice. Felt off the mark. Really? <laughs> but it kind of comes back together and uh, I think if you just want an easy little feel-good movie, it's probably probably the ticket. But okay, it's fine. Sounds like you liked it a lot more than Call Me by Your Name. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I see. I looked up the cast. Allison Janney's in it as well. Is it Janney? Janney? Oh yeah, yeah. And Mike Epps. But yeah, I don't I I don't have a Prime membership, so I haven't really watched any of those Prime original movies. I do, and sometimes I wonder why, because it's very seldom do I actually get on Prime Video and watch anything. Yeah, it they're just it's not as enticing as going on to Netflix or HBO or even Hulu. I'd say. But yeah. do you ever do you ever watch the Lost City of Z? No, I know uh, that was apparently really good, but kind of slept on. So I've oh, I slept on. Yeah, hardcore. It's good. Uh, no, like I I almost fell asleep watching it. <laughs> <laughs> um, granted, I watched it at like midnight. Yeah, I tried to. I sat down to watch it once and looked at the runtime and it was like two hours it's and like very, 40 minutes or something. And yeah. I was like, Oh, it's a very long movie and it, it is slow throughout multiple parts. And I just, uh, I just wasn't really interested in it. I can see why people like it. Cause it's, it's a very beautiful movie. I mean, it's people exploring in the Amazon, you know, kind of learning more about it and you get to see all this, you know, the environment, the scenery and everything. It's a, it's a good, I mean, it's an interesting story. It's a good story, but it just, I don't know. I I wasn't a huge fan of it. Um, I mean, definitely watch it, be interested to see what your response is. I'm sure you'd probably like it a lot more than I did. Don't watch it at midnight though. No. Yeah. That was, that was a bad mistake on my part. So, uh, but yeah, mm. I didn't watch anything. So, um, let's see what Max 
told us to do. We'll we'll go ahead and remove everything well, DC related. Uh, I guess speaking of Wes Anderson, which I did a couple minutes ago. Oh, but, nice segue. Uh, <laughs> the French Dispatch has been given an R rating, and uh, its synopsis has been revealed. But this doesn't seem like new information. No, I this I think, was all known. I think the only new information is there's a release date. It was what July twenty fourth this this year. Oh, is it? That's I think that's what I saw. Um, it's my birthday. Well, happy birthday! We'll go see a Wes Anderson movie. That's a that's a great birthday present. Uh, but the film in quotes here is a love letter to journalists set in an outpost of an American newspaper in a fictional 20th century French city and brings to life a collection of stories published in the French dispatch magazine. Well said. There you go. Uh, the little poster here, the movie's titled the French dispatch, but also has this little subtitle of the Liberty, Kansas evening sun, which is the most Wes Anderson title a movie could possibly have. <laughs> do you do you think Kansas is going to show up in the movie? Oh, I bet. Have you ever been to Liberty, Kansas? No, I've been to Liberty, Missouri. I, I I've never been. I thought so. Is this movie was this movie in, in France, actually. right? Yeah. Liberty, Kansas is. The, as of 2010, you know what the population of the city is? 123. <laughs> 123 individuals. Um, it's in Montgomery County, Kansas. Montgomery How far County. away is this from us? Let's see. For those who don't know us personally, we are in the uh, Kansas City area. Oh, this is very mm -hmm. far south. We're city boys. This is... Damn. How far south is it? Like, almost Oklahoma. <laughs> oh, jeez. What the heck? My my Google's messing up. It won't let me, uh, what well, let me search for. Anyways, it? I'm sure we'll have some very weird dialogue in the beginning of, uh, yeah. you know, a guy quietly walking through uh, or along a country road. In Liberty, Sitting Kansas. down in a very neat office. And then the boss of the newspaper probably be like Ed Norton or... Luke Wilson. Luke Wilson. Be like, we're sending you to the French Dispatch. And then the main character, Timothy Chalamet, will just be stone-faced and go, Okay. <laughs> and then get up and slowly turn around and walk out, and that that will be the first scene. That's of the, the movie. first scene. That's yeah. actually spot on. Yeah, that's incredible. You know what? If that is the first scene of the movie, uh, <laughs> I will I will buy all the movies you go see for one month. And at some point, a little dog will like die. Will just get murked for no real reason. What? Like I don't an, know if that will happen. An animal dies in like. Every Wes Anderson movie. Did any did any animal die in Isle of Dogs? I think that's the only movie where no dogs like died. Jeez. Which was incredible because what, what animal died in uh Oh the hotel. Why am I blanking? Uh Jeff Goldblum's cat gets thrown out a window. Oh really? Yeah. I don't remember that. And then in Moonrise Kingdom, a dog gets shot with an arrow, I think. Royal Tannenbaum's dog gets run over. Um, the Life Aquatic. I'm not sure if a dog dies. I haven't seen Life Aquatic. There is a dog. I think the dog just gets left behind or something. Man, Wes Anderson He's has a way with dogs. He's got dogs, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Is that why he made Isle of Dogs? Maybe it was his apology letter to dogs. To all the dogs? Yeah, to all the dogs he ever killed. <laughs> I made I made a movie for you boys, you good boys. <laughs> Jeez, what? So, are they typically rated R? I can't remember. Yeah, I mean, most of his movies are always R. Okay, so there's really no surprise. It'll probably be like a topless French woman just smoking a cigarette. Yeah. Um. Which I think is a thing that 
happens in the life aquatic. But, uh, moving right along. <laughs> I guess the Batman has finally started filming. Uh, I thought we were talking about we've DC. We've been hearing about that movie for, oh, fuck, you're right. Damn it, Tanner. Well, okay. Well, we already started. No, we'll stop now. Uh, Fast 9 got a teaser. I didn't watch it. I didn't either. I saw the teaser poster. <clears throat> I didn't know there was a teaser teaser. Frankly, I mean, I'm not I'm not a, a big fan of the Fast and Furious series. I don't know about you. I've never watched any of them. Not one? I know Max loves them. Oh, yeah. He absolutely loves them. Didn't he uh, have Fast, Fast 6 be his like, number one movie? Yeah. Man. Uh, there's some character posters here. John Cena's in it. Uh, who the hell is that? That's not Michelle Rodriguez. Oh, that's um, Natalie, something or other from Game of Thrones. Oh, Natalie Manuel. Yeah, she's in the movie. That's cool. Finn Cole's in it. Wait, is The Rock not in it? There's Michelle Rodriguez. Helen uh, Mirren's in it. Cardi B. Cardi B's in it? Oh my. This movie's gonna win an Oscar. Fuck. Now I gotta watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Cardi B, she's a phenomenal actress. So You know, I saw her Charlie act Sarah. in Hustlers. She was in it for like a minute and was convincing in her role. She used to be a stripper. She did union, so she's got a I guess an unfair advantage there. Yeah. Um, I think she's funny. I don't listen to her music. It seems like she's kind of a controversial figure now. Yeah. People are turning on her. Um, I don't know. Yeah. That's well, because it, was, <laughs> it, came out, it came out because uh, I guess she's a blood. So I think that may oh. have something to do with it. Oh. Yeah. Oh. 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 Oh, indeed. But, uh, so, uh, The Rock's not going to be in this? Count me out. You know what? I only watch movies with The Rock in it. Ow. That's most movies. I know. But <laughs> 50% of the movies that come out every year. Now, you say John Cena's in it, but I don't see him. Not a lot of people do see him. Hmm. There's just this character posters just blue smoke and a blue car really? i don't think any of these are toyotas <laughs> well they need cars that can wreck pretty easily toyotas are too reliable yeah it looks like is matt damon in it <laughs> <laughs> what is, are that you matt, looking at? is that matt damon the fuck He's not on the cast list for IMDb, but that definitely looks like him. Yeah, I don't know who that's supposed to be. Is that a fan-made poster, or is that official? <laughs> if if Matt Damon is in a Fast and Furious movie... I have no idea. Uh, I well, feel like I need to get to the bottom of this. I don't know. I think... I'm done talking about this. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I know. I think that's an actual, I don't Now I'm curious. Is Matt Damon in fast nine? He's just got to have weird cameos and as many movies as he can now. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, interstellar. What was the last thing he was like a leading man in? Uh, it wasn't The Martian, was it? No, um, maybe. Oh, Ford v. Ferrari, I guess he's in that. Oh, yeah, Never that's mind. right. Completely forgot about that. Oh, wait, no, they're saying it's fan art. Downsizing was before that, so yeah. Let's uh, let's I'll look up this this cast here. Fast. Charlize Theron's in it. Nine. Charlize Theron, she's a good actress. 
<clears throat> That'll be interesting. Because what was the last movie she was in? The one with Seth Rogen? I don't re- What was that called? Oh. The, that rom-com. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember either. Vin Diesel, Michelle Rodriguez, Jordana Brewster. I don't know who that is. I think she's uh, Vin Diesel's sister in the movie. Mm, okay. Tyrese Gibson, Ludacris, Natalie Emanuel, Charlie Theron, Kurt Russell, rumored. Helen Mirren. <laughs> the fuck? What a what an interesting cast. Do you think there's gonna how many how many uh, how many Fords do you think are gonna be in the movie? Michael Rooker. Um. Well, I imagine they're all like mostly American cars. Are they? I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm the wrong person to ask. Let's ask Max. I don't know, Max. Max, if you could call in, <laughs> please <laughs> talk about this movie. We're just gonna wait until we hear from you, Max. Um, tell you what, it'll be a bunch of cars that I don't know anything about. Yeah, I think the last one, uh, they fought a submarine with their cars. I remember that from the trailer. So, uh, hopefully we see something like that soon. I thought they were going to go to space. I thought that was... That's the only I place really, left to go. I really don't know. Well, have they gone to the center of the Earth yet? Oh, Ooh. maybe maybe it'll lead into the journey to the center of the Earth and get Brendan Fraser. You ever see that? No. You never saw... No. Oh. It's got him and then... Uh, the guy who played PETA in Hunger Games. Oh, yeah. Um, Josh Hutcherson. Hutcherson. Something like that. I once, uh, I might have talked about this before. I thought I had an amazing idea of a crossover with, not really a crossover, but that, a Fast and Furious movie would introduce time travel and that it could be called Fast to the Future. But then I thought this is such a good idea. I'm going to Google this before I tell anyone about it just to make sure it hasn't been done. It was done. It was like an IGN April Fool's Day or something. Oh. Maybe I saw it there and forgot and it just hung in my head. Just trying to take credit on it. That would be an interesting I, idea. I thought I came up with something amazing for like a minute. I was very proud of myself. Go back to like the 1910s and then they just race in those cars. Get some Model <laughs> Ts. <Yeah>. <laughs> that would be good if they just do like some stupid ass like prequel Fast <laughs> and be... Furious where it's actual like you know, the birth of the concept of street racing. Just, yeah. And, and then there's going to be some ridiculous things. So there used to be cars that had the wheels on the back that yeah. were lower so they could park, like parallel park, mm-hmm. where they're going to be street racing. They're going to drop it like, don't do it. You're going too fast. And then they're going to swerve Just some around the corner. Farting jalopy, <laughs> yeah. bumping down like a dirt road at like 15 miles per hour. <laughs> we're going too fast. You got to slow Guys down. Guys in thick mustaches and bowler hats. That would be amazing. I kind of want to see that movie now. The Roaring Twenties. What happened to all the like satirical movies that came out yearly? Hopefully they're gone forever. Like, you you're talking like, like a, a scary not movie another, or like, like not yeah, another teen movie? Those are so bad. I just want them to make one about Fast and Furious now, about during the nineteen tens. That would be amazing. That's what I have to do. I think that's her new life goal. Mm-hmm. Is we need to move to L.A. and hound Vin Diesel uh, until he allows us to make this movie. You could call it Fast and Gatsby. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Trademarking that. Um, I guess they're making a new thing movie. It's supposed to be not a remake, but. Just another adaptation of the original novel. Uh, 
So I'm not I'm not as familiar with the thing. What what is that? This is a John Carpenter horror movie from the '80s, uh, starring Kurt Russell. It's like these. Uh, I think they're scientists. Mm-hmm. Guys on like this Antarctic base. They find an alien that can like mimic people, and things get shitty. Uh, but it had a lot of just really iconic, like practical effect work. Um, and nine years ago, five to nine years ago, maybe there was a prequel made mm-hmm. that was more or less, it was a prequel that seemed to just also kind of repeat the, um, the original, the thing. And I think it was still called just thing or the thing anyways, that had Mary Elizabeth Winstead in it. Um, okay. Movie was apparently awful, but it's kind of notorious for um, they basically filmed the whole movie with um, they had this effects studio make these crazy, cool, advanced, like animatronic practical effects for it. And then the studio was like, no, just do CGI. So then they replaced all the hard work they did with just really, really shoddy CGI monsters, mm-hmm. and it looks horrible. And apparently the movie was just bad anyways. So we're having a third go at it. Um, third time's a charm. Well, I think the first time, I think, was the charm. Yeah, I don't I don't know if I'm really interested in that. I mean, um, I'll have to wait until I hear more about it. I think Blumhouse it. is involved. Oh, well, in that case, maybe. Which they're known for, you know, having movies with, like, micro-budgets that turn around and make a shit ton back. So I don't know mm-hmm. how you could do this movie very well with a very, very small budget. We'll see. Um, apparently there's more Transformers movies in the works. Yeah. I never saw Bumblebee. Apparently it was okay. So I thought Bumblebee was good and it it was a nice it was it was a lot better than the last what three, four Transformer movies. The the only Transformer movie I really enjoyed was probably the first one they made. And then mm-hmm. after that it just took a slow decline, which then jumped off a cliff right into the rocky waters. But um Bumblebee was pretty pretty good. And the thing I liked about it more was it wasn't Michael Bay directing, so they didn't try to do too much with it. They just let the story play out where yeah. you kinda you you got a better connection with the characters. So Haley Steinfeld, um, you you know, felt a connection with her and kind of what she was going through and then how Bumblebee Bumblebee played a part in her life. And it, I don't know, I, I really liked it because it was well written. And they just didn't throw explosives, just explosions all over the place. And it wasn't just overly filled with action. And what was also cool about it was um, they redesigned the Transformers a little bit. So it looked a lot more like it did in the comics. Or not the comics, the cartoons. Yeah. um, Instead of... More visual clarity there. Exactly. Instead of just metal. Yeah. And I I really... storm happening in your eyes whenever they're fighting. Oh, God, yeah. So I really enjoyed it. And I think if they continue to take that approach instead of the let's just get a bunch of robots fighting each other approach, um, then it it could get it, – it would, it would just be a mess. So as long as they stay away from Michael Bay, I think it could be something pretty, pretty good. Well, here's an idea. Um, Fast and Furious and Transformers <laughs> crossover? Yes. Where, yeah. Transfurious. Um, <laughs> Actually, that that's made... a different movie. Um, no, I was going to say, I, Tim, I don't know if you've ever used any dating apps before, like Tinder oh, yeah. or Bumble. Oh, But yes. you know how a lot of the, I don't know if women also experience this on their end, but you get a lot of spam matches like they're not real people those they're are just the only fake. matches i get right me too well back when i <laughs> use it i don't anymore um <laughs> but, um 
but no, that was like all that would ever happen. So it's a crossover, right? Where we've established in Transformers three, mm-hmm. or was it two? It's two. When uh, Shia LaBeouf goes to college, and there's the Decepticon lady. Oh, it's a person-sized transformer. Yeah. So now it's Decepticons as uh, women on. So they're gonna start dating apps, taking men out or women. Yeah. One by one through dating apps. Yep. Interesting. Yep. That would be that'd be a. I don't think it would do very well. <laughs> That'd be an interesting approach. Yeah. There's got to be... Someone will make like a low-budget horror movie in the next couple of years centered around dating apps now. I'm surprised one hasn't come out yet. Surely there has. But, yeah, they could call it Bumble B, but just the letter B. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, I think it would be cool if uh, if Megatron got in a fight with Bumblebee and he called him Bumblebitch at one point during the fight. Come here, Bumblebitch. I think that would be cool. Um, Michael Bay, please put that into a movie. Oh, no. I don't want Michael Bay. Anyone else. <laughs> so, please, anyone besides um, him. Max, I don't know. It'll be interested. I'll, I'll be interested to see kind of the direction that they're going to take the movie. Uh, as long as they don't go off the original four, five, whatever, then I think I think it'll be fine. Um, I guess Max is a <laughs> big topic he poised for us was uh, we're not going to be clowning on Max anymore. But the big, biggest uh, topic I guess James of the year. Dunn in an interview was saying that there's no rivalry between Marvel and DC. Um, I didn't read that to see what the context was. For I what he said? Yeah, I, I don't, I'm imagining he's not saying like DC's better. I think they're just like kind of equal, well, but doing different things. I, because he's already talked about this multiple yeah. times. Because people are like, oh, are you, how do you feel about working for both DC and Marvel when there's a big rivalry? And he's probably just, you know, rebuttals. I don't see there's a rivalry. I'm just working on two different movies with two different stories. Yeah. I don't see there... I don't see a rivalry between those two. Not like the comics. I mean, yeah, just... There's no point as a consumer, like, we just, we watch anything. Like, right. why pick a side that's stupid, that's childish? Just right. watch exactly. whatever's good. Because I, um, I think the difference with the comics, there's just so many different, you know, series that you can follow, so many different characters that people typically would choose one or the other. They would choose the Marvel Universe because that's the characters they enjoyed and they could watch and follow all of their different adventures through different stories and then... DC, same thing. Yeah. With movies, you get, what, two movies from each universe tops a year? Yeah. And so it's not like there's a real rivalry. No. So I agree and with that. I, I think more and more DC is maybe finding a new approach to what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully after Joker... Um, Joker's success. Uh, this is really their time to shine. I think. I think, by and large, the DC effort over the past, you know, five or more years, yeah, has been mostly shit. I know you two like Man of Steel. Oh, um, I love Man of Steel. Aquaman was fun but dumb. Yeah, it. I. I Wonder Woman fan. was mostly good. Shazam was good, I thought. I still haven't seen Shazam, but I think DC is now... They have an opportunity to um, course correct in a more... In a way where they have more room to breathe. Like, Mm because we're coming off of Endgame. So, like, Marvel's still going to be pushing out movies, but I think people are more or less kind of like... 
Marvel's going to have to work to re-engage people, right. I think. Because, yeah, since they, since they got up to their big moment and defeated Thanos and all yeah. that, yeah, they're in a lull where diehard Marvel fans, yes, they're still excited, but the average viewer, they're like, well, no more Iron Man, no more Captain America, you know. Yeah. I'll still go see the movies, but there's not as much excitement. Right. And so this and is a perfect time for DC to strike. Yeah. Yes. And I think they're already off to a good start again with Joker. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984 looks pretty cool. Yeah, it does. Uh, Birds of Prey apparently is getting really good social media reactions, but mm-hmm. so does every single fucking movie. Right. Like those don't mean much. It's nice that is getting some good buzz um, mm-hmm. that comes out next weekend. So hopefully not on next week's podcast, but the week after we'll be able to talk about Birds of Prey. I don't know if you're planning on seeing it in theaters. Uh, We'll see. I thought I was going to skip it, but after, you know, these two trailers have come out, I'm more, way more interested in it than I initially was. It doesn't look near as it doesn't look as bad as I thought it was originally going to. So, yeah. Or going to be, so. It actually looks like it could be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, And I would like to see DC stay in this kind of harder PG-13 to R mm-hmm. rating space. I think that's a way they can really do something different than what Marvel's done. Right. Because it's something Marvel can't do because they're with Disney and they're right. not going to make an R rating. Well, Most allegedly, Deadpool. Deadpool 3 is still going to be rated R, yeah. which I'm fucking done with Deadpool. <laughs> really? <laughs> I was never... Uh, I liked the first movie. I saw yeah. the second one. I was like, that was fine, but just kind of felt like like hearing the same joke again. Yeah. And then the third, I'm like, I don't I don't know. Yeah. Second one wasn't as good. I mean, but I, I'm I'm kind of there with you. I but I do like Deadpool, and I really like Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, I'm his just portrayals. wary of getting his fourth wall breaking continuity shenanigans bullshit anywhere near the MCU. I hope yeah. that it remains separate. Um, that would be that would be interesting because I don't need that. Yeah. Um. And then, yeah, I guess the New Mutants isn't supposed to be R. Really? I think it's PG-13. Because isn't that supposed to be a sequel to Logan, if I'm correct? I don't... I don't think so. Not explicitly. Okay. But I feel like Logan is not in, like, the X-Men timeline, even though the X-Men timeline is all fucked anyways. Yeah, I don't know what... Like, I haven't seen... I'd prefer to think of it as just kind of this what-if, like, everything was Mm. shitty, like, scenario, and not the true conclusion to all those movies. Right. Because that's fucking awful. Oh, Um, God. Yeah. It was a good movie. I'm on record as liking the Wolverine more than Logan. I think I'm the only person... Was Wolverine where he goes to Japan? Yeah. And, like, the ending's whack. There's a big, goofy CGI samurai he fights. But yeah. most of the movie, I felt like, was a, a much better um, sort of deep dive into uh, Hugh Jackman's interpretation of Wolverine, mm-hmm. where Logan just felt, like, unrelentingly just bleak and awful. That was depressing as um, fuck. I don't know. I, I've only seen the Wolverine once, so I need yeah. to check that one out again. But um, I really enjoyed Logan. But uh, we were, I think, hoping to originally talk about our most anticipated of 2020. I assume that'll be pushed off till next week. Yeah. My most anticipated is probably Christopher Robin, too. <laughs> um, is that real actually, or are you just... Chris Robin, Winnie the Two. Winnie the Two. Yeah. Um, yeah, this time I guess uh, Winnie the Pooh goes to America. No, I'm sorry. United Kingdom and he meets Paddington. Oh. So there's going to be a little crossover that between that. That would be that. cool. And, and then, then I get think the bear, bear from Annihilation. <laughs> the they up. have to fight the Annihilation <laughs> bear. Paddington and Winnie the Pooh. Paddington versus Pooh. They take him to and, 100 you know, Acre Woods. And they start out just you know, fighting over like honey or marmalade or something, but then the annihilation <laughs> bear shows up and they have to team up to 
and teach actually, him good manners. It's an origin story to how Eeyore lost his tail. Yes. From the Annihilation Bear. This is such a good idea, Tim. I know. <laughs> Paddington vs. Pooh. The dawn of... Uh, the dawn of... Dawn the, of Marmalade. Dawn of Marmalade? The dawn of the bear. Dawn of the bear. Oh, what a... We've had some really good ideas. This is just going to be uh, Tanner Tim Hollywood Think Tank from now on. Uh, T-Tank. Finney Studios want to reach out to us. We'll be happy to sell you any of our mini ideas now. Oh, yeah. Never never ending. Um, We've got a lot of them. Paddington vs. Pooh. That's a winner. Now, who's going to win the Oscar, though? Right, because For best bear. You would have to have a leading bear category. And who would be the leading bear in this, you know, situation? Is it more of a Paddington three or a Pooh two? I think it's Pooh two. Because Batman vs Superman, two. right, was like a Man of Steel sequel. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to go to the drawing board and figure that one out. Were there were there any movies this past year with bears in it? Because we have to keep that leading bear category alive. Best bear. Um, Best bear. Well, hold on. There weren't any in Star Wars. Twenty nineteen movies with, with a bear. With a bear. <laughs> Let me look at my most recently watched films. Um, uh, was there a bear in Midsommar? There was. There was a bear. It was dead, though. It's still in it. Wasn't it gutted? Yeah, and then the boyfriend gets stuffed inside it. Oh, that's right. So that... maybe he Midsummer boyfriend is best bear. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's got to be. I can't, I can't find any other. Uh, there we go. Contentions. by default. Listeners, if you uh, <laughs> if you've seen <laughs> any movies this year, yeah, <laughs> if you've seen any uh, movies this year with a bear in it, um, let us know so we can watch it and we can we can throw that up for for nomination for best bear of twenty nineteen. Did you see the new Super Smash Brothers DLC? Mm-mm. It's another fucking Fire Emblem character. Really? How many goddamn Fire Emblem characters need to be in this game? I have never met someone who's played a Fire Emblem game. I've never met anyone I, in my life who's I've played those played games. It. I don't think they exist. They're not real. Listeners, if you play Fire Emblem <laughs> games, write in Let us know. and tell us which blue-haired pretty boy from that game is your favorite Mine's why Roy. they deserve to be in Super Smash Brothers. Mine's Roy because his, fire, his I mean, sword lights on fire. Roy's our boy, but I like Ike, though. The flying guy? He's no, in... that's Icarus. Ike oh. is the... He's got the big two-handed sword and... He's got a smash that just sends people flying with it. It's dope. The new one is Byleth. Byleth? Byleth. That's a name? So you got Byleth. Oh, Banjo-Kazooie. I need to get that. Oh, it can be a boy or a girl. Interesting. Cool. Is, is Joker also from Fire Emblem? He's from Persona. Here's... Here's the thing. Why isn't Crash Bandicoot in this shit? Why isn't Spyro the Dragon in this shit? If Spyro was in it, I would play. Why as him isn't every time. Croc in it? Who's Croc? Croc, the Legend of the Gobos, it was a shitty platformer from the same <laughs> era. But or Gex. He wasn't in Diddy Diddy Kong Racing, was he? I don't think so. Or Conquer? Even outside video games, Goku. Goku. Oh, he would just win. <laughs> Mr. Nintendo, how are you going to look me in the face and tell me that Goku does not belong in Super Smash Brothers? That would, he, just, he would be OP. It's he would so obvious, but they keep everyone. adding these fucking Fire Emblem characters. They're all blue-haired 
pretty people with swords. They're all the same. They're all the fucking same. <laughs> I don't even play the game anymore. I'm still mad about it. Well, this maybe is now a Smash Brothers is podcast. Waluigi isn't even in what it. What the hell? He's not even in it. Nintendo must hate Waluigi then. Well, I don't own a Nintendo. Jordan has a Switch. Oh, he uh, played Jordan's when Switch. When he got... Oh, God, it was probably around this time last year. Maybe even a little before that. Yeah, he had he got the new Smash Brothers, and I just played it for like... Two weeks straight. That's about how long I played it, and then I stopped. Yeah. Because no one would play with me. It's real fun until you play it with someone who's good at it. Yeah. And it's like, God damn it, like, I thought we were just, like, running off the edge on accident and having to goof him up, but this person's <laughs> actually trying to win. No, that that's exactly what happened, because I get really competitive with it. Yeah. And so I'd always invite people to play with me, and then I'd beat them, and then they're like, I don't want to play anymore. There's one time I actually let someone else win. Yeah. And we probably tripled or quadrupled the av- the actual time of the game. We used it was to, um, buddy, Brendan, he had, him and his brothers had a Nintendo 64. They had the original one. So this is like back the end of high school into first year. We still played the original Smash all the time. and It's a, it's a classic. Screamed a lot of terrible things at each other. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then we brought it to the dorms, and then people would, like, see us playing it and, like, want to come in and be like, we're keeping this door shut and locked from now on. Oh, God, (laughs) yeah. Seeing a room with Super Smash Bros. on the 64, that would just, it would attract attract everybody. Fart City. Yeah. Who's your go-to? Captain Falcon, of course. I think mine was, either go Pikachu or Samus. With, uh... The the white with the pink gloves and helmet. Oh. I'd always do the blue mm. or red wizard hat for Pikachu. And then the black Samus armor. Well. <laughs> they should make a movie about Super <laughs> Smash Bros. <laughs> and it's only the Fire Emblem characters. You're listening to Cinemaxless, a podcast <laughs> about movies yeah. without Max. Um this is oddly what happens when he's not here. Yep. Go um, on random tangents. Well, you know what? I think we've uh, <laughs> we've ran out of gas here. Yeah. <laughs> we've, well, thanks, uh, we're just under the hour mark. That leaves plenty of time for our uh, sponsors. Take it so away, sponsors. So we can edit in all the ads. Um DiGiorno. making our millions off this. I had DiGiorno pizzas last night. I know, that's why. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're looking at the boxes. Oh, that looks good. They were bad. They were bad. It's not delivery either. I would prefer to just spend a couple extra bucks and like get like a Pizza Hut or Little Caesars. Well, Little Caesars isn't around anymore. That's right. I forgot about that. I went that. to Colorado this past week and I saw Little Caesars. You got Little Caesars Te- out there? up a little bit. I might be going to Colorado in March. Ooh, you should. Yeah. Colorado's always a good time. I it was, is always a good time. I went snowboarding for the first time ever. I've never gone snowboarding. I think I'd be awful. It's tough, and it hurts or a lot. Or skiing. Um, but I would like to get out in those great outdoors. Mm-hmm. I found a YouTube channel two days ago it's this canadian guy and i'm blanking on his name because i should plug it right now because it's great but they're like half hour long videos and it's just him showing you how to like camp and really? he does Bear weird grills? things no it's not like a survival <laughs> thing it's just this guy He's like, hey, it's the weekend. I'm going to go camp in this public park <laughs> tonight. <laughs> so just does, does things like that. It's great. Um, just a chill guy enjoying a beer out in the woods for or like a half an park. hour. Yeah. I'm going to, so I'll, I'll just Google. Look into that. Canadian camper. Um, I think it's Steve something. 
This is your homework assignment, listeners. I need you all to go watch. You guys watch have a lot of stuff you need to do. This man's entire YouTube channel. Oh wait, I typed in Canadian camper and it gave me a bunch of RVs. Uh, Steve Wallace. Steve Wallace. He's only got two hundred thousand subscribers. We need to pump those numbers up. Apparently not a lot of people, people like to, to camp go anymore. Camping more, you know. Yeah, I'm talking about like having to do like hardcore. We it's been years, I and I bought like a huge ass tent like back really? in late summer, uh, intending to go in the fall, but it never happened. So as soon as, you know, hopefully in a month, if we get a good mild weekend, like even with the low in like 40s, this weekend, 45, yeah, it's supposed it was, to be 60 on Sunday. Hell yeah, they can't, but <laughs> it would have been nice. Yeah. If more people went camping, they'd be a little more respectful of this Mother Earth we live on. Yeah, I'm slowly killing it. And it's good to just live in shitty conditions for a couple hours if you can. Oh, yeah. People are too it comfy. It really humbles you. They're too cozy. Get it makes cold. you appreciate what you have. Yeah. Uh,. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> so there you go. That was really went off the rails here. <laughs> yeah, we, we're out of gas. And then we we uh we had a little left in the tank there. But we had to hit our hour mark. Um We did it. I'm proud of us. So I hope you enjoyed this. Hope we didn't just alienate whatever listeners we have. We'll get back we, down we to more serious our, film talk we, we next just week. We lost all of our Fire Emblem listeners and Fast and Furious you know, listeners. We've got our most anticipated list coming. We've got 1917 discussion coming. Christopher Nolan podcast coming. The Christopher Nolan We should have done that today. <laughs> Without Max, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well. Um, this was an idea we're kicking around of just taking an episode or two to kind of go over a director's entire work um a little bit about their background and maybe kind of the impact and influence their movies have had um so the idea is to start with nolan of course he's got a new movie coming out this year so maybe we can we'll just push it back we'll just coincide i uh when is that coming out uh i think it comes out in june or july oh shit well yeah i don't know Hey, we've already we've already waited a whole year. We it's can wait another over year. a year. Um, has it really been over a year? I think it has been. I think it has. Yeah. <laughs> Nolan episode twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Guys, avoid avoid getting that nasty coronavirus. Oh yeah! Please stay away from Lawrence. Stay away from... Stay away from Wuhan. Wuhan, I guess. Just just stay home for the next few don't days. Don't get it. Drink some orange juice. I don't know if that'll help. I don't know. It might make you it a little healthier, help. though. It'll improve your immune system. So if there you do you get it, go. you won't be as sick. Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. Are you excited for We're that? We're a Kansas City-based podcast, so finally we get to see our boys go to the big game. Um... Should be cool. So next week we'll be talking about that. Although the parade might be Wednesday, which is our normal recording day. True. So I don't know if I'm going though. I don't know if I am either. If we're uh, if we're sick on one of those days, we have to provide a doctor's note. Yes. Really. Mm-hmm. Sick on like what Monday or Wednesday? Or Tuesday. Really. Or, uh, yeah, Tuesday. Any day if next it's week. No, it's just if it's were you the told day of this, the like if you guys miss a day next week, you have to prove that you're actually sick. Y- yes. <laughs> That's funny. Yes. <laughs> so uh, I probably won't be able to make it to the parade because I haven't asked because I don't know if it's going to be on Tuesday or Wednesday. I heard it was Wednesday. There's rumors for both, and the Royals was on a Tuesday. Oh, okay. So mm. I didn't want to take both days off. And it's basically just 50-50. So I just decided not to go all together. I'm very sad. Well, guys, this is uh, Tanner signing off. 
Where can they find you, Tanner? They can find me on Instagram and Letterboxed at Danger Rush. I don't have a Twitter. I do have a Twitter. I don't remember the login for it. <laughs> so it's like that's why I haven't responded I have not to any used of my mentions in years. Um, I can't even get into the account anymore because it uses an email that I can't get into anymore because I forgot <laughs> the password. There's no way for me to recover it. So I just have this rogue Twitter account floating out there. Um, I hope I made it private before I lost control of it. <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to have to look. Because in high school, I did a lot of tweeting about uh, poop jokes and that kind of thing. <laughs> Hopefully that's the worst thing on there. Is it Danger Rush? It might have been. Probably was. Um, Maybe it's been inactive and they just canceled it. That would be nice. Oh, never. They would never do that. Well, Tim, tell the good people of Earth where they can find you. Well, people of Earth, you can find me at Timtrist on Instagram or Letterboxd. I, too, like Tanner, do not use Twitter at all. However, I do remember my login. Twitter sucks. Not to burn any bridges, but Twitter sucks. Yeah, it's not as good as it used to be. It's just a lot of really bad takes. Regardless of what side you fall on on any issue. Yeah. There's a lot if of If someone's anger. voicing their opinion about it on Twitter, it's dumb. It's mean. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't have room for that in my life. Mm-mm. Get off Twitter. Get off Facebook. But get on Instagram. Burn your house to the ground. Make sure everyone's outside of it and that you don't owe anyone but any learn money. learn how to camp first. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you all in space. Bye. See you guys. <laughs>